Welcome to the Festive Success Show. Your host is Queen Choma. I am an international motivational speaker, a TV presenter, a PR and media coach, and a publicist based in London, the UK. I'm on a mission right now to help you with this podcast show to achieve your amazing goals, your dreams, and your aspirations in a bigger and more profound way than ever before. The Festive Success Show is designed to help you to push for more success. This is something I used to always say whenever I used to go on television and when I was a TV presenter, which I have done for several years. I am here to teach you amazing PR and media strategies, success strategies, and ideas for you stepping into greatness. You are going to be inspired by my powerful, inspirational, and fabulous guests. I will interviewing celebrities, influencers, YouTube stars, entrepreneurs, author speakers, TV presenters, actresses, models, beauty queens, you name it. The Festive Success Show is a show for you to cling to, a show for you to listen to and keep coming back to because it's going to change the way you see life and the way you reach for your dreams. Are you ready? Okay, hold tight. Let's do it. For those of you that are coming back right now, I know that you are excited because you know I always try to bring you great guests on the show. Now today we have a fabulous lady that's joining us. You are going to love this episode because it's a juicy one at that. I am interviewing the one and only Katie Story. She is a voice and confidence coach from Northeast England. She went from being a senior broadcast journalist interviewing and meeting royalty and senior politicians to running a successful company and helping women to break through fears of showing up online and positioning themselves as leaders. So basically, she is the founder of a company that she owns called Story Media. And she's also a mum of two boys. She's a trained makeup artist that would do anything from wedding makeup and you name it. And she basically founded a company that has generated over 7 million for the local economy to help people get back to work. So if you are excited to find out more about her journey and all the things that she's achieved and what it really takes to understand that media world, what it takes to understand story writing and being confident and so on and so forth, then listen up. So let's now dive right into the interview. Thank you so much for being here, Katie. Welcome to the Festive Success Show. Thank you so much. I'm really honoured and excited to be here today. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. Okay, so I would love to start by asking you to tell us about your journey. I mean, I know I've introduced you. I'd love for you to reintroduce yourself and just tell us, how did you go from being a journalist for years to launching story media and becoming a a voice and confidence coach okay so it's we're gonna go all the way back to oh how long ago now 17 years ago now and um Mm. i first started my career as a budding journalist and the bright lights of London and it was a a fantastic journey from just basically learning all of the ropes of being a reporter. I worked at um, Channel 4 as a production assistant with Jon Snow and he was my idol at the time and I just 
I have made it. <laughs> I was yes. basically just researching all of the scripts for that, the show that we would run at 7pm on Channel 4. And I used to make the scripts, run the scripts and then hand them in. And he would basically look at them, um, check if they were okay, check if the new stuff that he wanted to say, then he would just basically present it. So all of these works that you see, all the works behind the scenes was loads and loads of people actually generating the new stories and he would anchor it. I mean, he was an amazing journalist in himself, but it was such a really good learning. I learned so much from him. It really made me think, this is exactly where I want to be and I loved it. But I'm going to go a little bit further forward now. London was not what it all shaped up to be the rent was so expensive um you know nightlife and social life was really really not as what I expected I was working so many hours and it just wasn't the life that I really wanted for myself so I moved back up to my hometown Mm. in the northeast of England a place called Sunderland and it's a beautiful coastline if you haven't already been and I really thought well you know what I'm going to go back home and instantly I knew I made the right decision and where my career has led me now has always been to have that sense of freedom and actually do what I wanted to do and not be led by others and I'm really passionate Mm. about storytelling and how it can impact you and your business and also mentally as well it's it's, it has so many different benefits so the reason why I left actually my career I was reached senior level and I couldn't go any further I was at the top of my cream of the crop if you would say and I'd done all of the things that I that I want to achieve I met most of all the royal family apart from two people I've interviewed past and prime ministers celebrities I've been to different shows I've you name it I've done it and I wasn't really getting the reward from journalists as I was craving from the very beginning when I started so after having my second son who's now three while I was on maternity I set up story media I knew there was a, a gap in the market especially for women to increase confidence and to really position themselves in a different way the reason why I wanted to do it is because every time I went to interview business owners or any females they would always creep up and would never want to do any interviews because they always hate the sound of their voice they didn't know how to say what to say they really really struggled to get themselves out there and for leads all the time as a journalist you were looking for possibilities for business owners to have their opinions on certain new subjects that are associated with your business and it's a way of actually personal branding getting your business noticed especially through media and there were so many women just not taking up the opportunity and I knew right there and then I had to create something that would help them to do exactly that. Wow so powerful and I love what you said about the gap in the market because that's exactly what I felt with my business especially with entrepreneurs out there I felt the same thing this and I always feel that that's always a great place to start with the with helping people and launching a company it's just looking for where are things missing? What What is it that we're not seeing in relation to what should be happening? And obviously you'd seen and noticed this pattern that women weren't being confident to have these interviews. And so you knew that you could step in and just go for it in relation to filling that gap in the market. So this leads me to my next question. And I guess I want to just talk a little bit more about the journalism again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I would love to ask you what are journalists looking for in relation to all these different like publications or whether it's TV and so on and so forth? What do they want to see when they are interviewing people? What like two or three qualities or things do they want to hear? Okay. First thing you need to think about is it has to have a human 
interest and no matter what story you they are creating or changing it's got to be something that's going to interest the general public so it's got to be something that's going to hit in pain points so it could be emotions so for example health stories used to always do really well entrepreneurship stories used to do really well because they were hitting people's emotions and actually telling the story from the other person's perspective so their own struggles and it's basically when you set up your um your content for your business you are targeting your ideal client you are looking to hit those pain points and that's exactly what journalists are trained to do they're trained to get to the core of the story and the heart of the story and that generally is through using emotional language and the right questions to get them to open up and um share their life story with you amazing amazing Yes, exactly. And I love what you said about them, like bring in a way those emotional stories or or stories that bring out emotion. And um, as you mentioned, health stories and so on and so forth. And I think that one of the questions I'd love to ask you that I, I think some of you might be asking too in their heads, they're probably thinking, yes, ask her this question. So the question I want to ask is, what has been your most interesting interview that you've had so far? I know that you mentioned that you've interviewed the Royals. Would love to hear about that, if possible. Um, <laughs> and then um, I know you mentioned some politicians, for example. You've been in mainstream media. You've noticed you've met celebrities, influencers, and whoever else you would have met along your journey. Yeah. And a lot of it probably happened before social media even became this huge thing, when it was even harder to meet such people and have such access. What yeah. has been really interesting for you in relation to uh, one of your favourite interviews? Well, first of all, can I? The dynamics has changed one hundred percent. When I first started as a journalist, mm. it was really, really old school. You know, chasing leads, getting out there, meeting people, and actually making yourself be seen and showing up as an expert and making meeting people to connect with people to then you know that you obviously take their name and number for then if a story came up you would go and ask them for their interview for example but um i always think about when i first interviewed gordon brown who was prime minister at the time he was um up in the northeast mm. he was it was basically part of a political campaign that they were doing the labor campaign and it yes. was all about creating jobs he brought his wife sarah up so they were going to go on holiday the day after um and they were go they were flying from newcastle airport so i thought obviously they, they, they planned it that it, they would come up to sunderland and then they would lead on to their holiday so after all the protocol you all have to get proofed and passed and make sure that all your, your security checks are in place and you are as you say you are because we know that it's really it's a high priority if especially he was a, a prime minister at the time so they don't just let anybody interview interview them basically <laughs> and um totally hear you there was so many tv cameras there were i mean it was huge there was about 50 journalists there um members of the public couldn't come into a certain area of the glass center because it's based in sunderland all journalists are fighting to get to their position to get to their landing spot and actually be the one to ask their questions first and actually have a one-to-one -one. and I secured a one-to-one -one which was never really heard of at the time because of the relationship yes. I built with the the press officer there which is really key if you're looking to get to um into the media and get interviewed you need to know who is the press officers for certain publications you know mm. that's really key to build that relationship up there and I secured this one-to-one. -one. I was like really amazed at myself. I thought, okay, now's my time to shine. I'm going to do it. It's like, this is going to be an amazing interview. And then as yes. I went to sit down, I tripped up on all of the TV. Oh my people. goodness. 
and I physically landed into Gordon Brown's lap. <laughs> First impressions, yes. <laughs> you, can, you can probably imagine I was absolutely mortified. And um, I don't know who was mortified more, me or him. <laughs> Everyone was looking at us. We had all of the camera lights on us. And you know what? I just thought, can we just do it now? I apologised. And that, the interview went really, really well. And I was the first Aww. one to get the deal. So yeah. going from that initial in my head thinking, oh my God, I've just messed up. This is the prime minister. What am I doing? And then thinking like, quickly get yourself ready. And now your questions need to go. I had only had three minutes to interview him. And I had four questions to ask him. So I had to quickly get wow. myself like ready to just get there. And, you know, he's a very busy man. He's like, I've already got three questions, like three minutes, let's go. I was like, okay. Um, so you just, you really have to just switch it on and know when to switch that, that switch on and turn yourself back into, from a disaster into, okay, let's go. Yes. I mean, I think there's just at least one moment I remember where I was performing in this event and it was for um, a, a smaller TV. It wasn't a mainstream TV channel, but they had this event, an award show and it was a big moment for me because I was invited to perform and as I was performing, I happened to just trip. I fell and trip and my dress, I was wearing a short dress. So <laughs> I, it was thankfully edited out of the TV. Like the, it went on to TV, but it wasn't shown. So I was like, phew, <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. I hope this doesn't show on TV. And um, so, yeah, it definitely uh, reminds me of that. And I think that what, how you handled this situation with so much grace. I mean, I remember having my first interview, interviewing, I don't know if you know Jean Lampert, but she's mm -hmm. one of the members of the European Parliament. And I remember interviewing her, but when I started my TV presenting job at, for a channel called Ben TV, and I remember having that first moment and I just thought to myself, Jean, I do not know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if she knew, but I was just, in my mind, I was like, I was trying to make her feel as comfortable as possible because I was just thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new to this. <laughs> I studied media studies and mass communications. However, to do it in real life now, to really take on board what I've learned is, is not as easy. Yeah. So I definitely love your courage and the fact that you just switch back into it. And I know that you probably had other moments where you've had to also do this in different ways, whether it was maybe you having to interview somebody in the rain or whether it's, you know, the, something just not going, being as perfect. So many women entrepreneurs ask me this big question in relation to PR and media. They always ask me, Queen, how can I be on bigger media platforms? How can I be on more podcast shows? How can I be in more magazines, in newspapers, on TV, on radio, doing virtual summits, getting my message out there in a bigger way, increasing my credibility. And of course, they asked me how they can have more fabulous media logos on their website, along with having thin media centrals in place, such as a media kit and a media page. If this is you, if you have struggled with, with getting your message out there in a bigger way, if you've struggled with crickets, if you feel like you're hidden up against that ceiling and, and not able to break through that plateau, it could be a visibility issue. And maybe this is not to do with social media. Maybe you have the following on social media that you desire, and at least you're working on that every day by being visible online. However, the thing that maybe you're struggling with right now is your PR and media game plan. Let's just face it, you probably don't have one. 
And if you do, what about taking it to the next level? If this is something that you know you don't have, you don't have the accountability, the support to break into the media and to attract good PR for your brand, then you might want to check out my fabulous new mastermind called the Queen of Visibility. The Queen of Visibility is a six-month mastermind designed to give you fabulous PR and media training, PR and media coaching, accountability, support, and the encouragement and the cheerleading that you need to be booked out in the media. I want you to be booked out with podcast interviews, magazine, newspapers, TV, you name it. It's time for you to be on more virtual stages and for you to be booked out in 2021 for live stages. There are so many amazing things you can achieve if you just allow yourself giving yourself the gift to be seen in the media in a bigger way. If this sounds like a of course moment, then of course you know what to do, darling. You need to go to my website, www.queenshomamedia.com forward slash visibility mastermind and go and apply to be in the queen of visibility mastermind. We are looking for 20 amazing women and we already have spots filling right now. This mastermind most certainly comes with an investment, but there is good news. We are offering partial scholarships for women that would love to be in this mastermind, but just cannot afford the full fee. Or maybe it's a situation where you just need that extra support around this season of COVID-19. If this is you, apply for the scholarship today using the same link. I can't wait to welcome you in to the mastermind. See you very soon. Now, let's get back to the episode. Perfect as we want it to be. Mm. So I guess, yeah, so with all the wonderful experience that you've had, the huge highs and maybe some of the not so exciting moments or the challenges or the setbacks that may have come up, what would you say to women now that you're um, that are listening to you that would be interested in voice coaching or confidence coaching? They want to know how can I be confident on TV or how can I be confident to speak on camera, whether it's a live stream or whether it's a really professional piece of work that they're doing. Maybe they're doing a documentary. Maybe they're going to be interviewing somebody really prominent, as you've mentioned. How yeah. can they position themselves with high levels of confidence, even if things do go wrong? And how can they not beat themselves up if something does go wrong? Yeah. First of all, um, I'll just answer the last part of your question. Not to beat mm-hmm. yourself up is 100 but it's so key. We all are human. And I think we often yes. forget that we all have had the same struggles. We all can relate to each other. And often it's those things that we don't talk about that we secretly want people to talk about. So our own struggles and where we've been and to let people know, you know what, like if I can trip up and and cause a big scene in front of the prime minister at the time and still switch it on, it's basically, you can do it too. And I always think about people who come to me who struggle with their voice are like, okay, I'm not a singer. I don't want to sing. And I'm like, okay, it's not about singing. It's actually about what you say can create impact and actually engage your audience. We've only got three to five seconds to hook our audience in. It doesn't matter if it's TV, radio, stories, Instagram stories, lives, three to five seconds. And in that time, you need to be able to create interest and curiosity for people to watch them. How you say things 
are important and how you say it with emotion because i go back to the emotion again when we speak with emotion our brains are awakened we are designed to tell stories because a lot of my clients will say i don't have any stories to tell i've got nothing to tell my audience what can i say will it be relatable and often i always think about the most mundane things and what you think is not a story is so even if you are on Instagram and you're trying to set in the scene with your Instagram stories, creating daily habits and showing people that this is what you do on a daily basis. For example, you know, making a cup of tea or a coffee, something so sim- yes. simple as that. And just letting people insight into that of how you do, how you make your tea is actually so powerful. I always go back to reality TV days. People would sit mm. watch people in their house, you know, just think of like, because we're so <laughs> nosy. Exactly. So I always think, okay, how you can actually work on your voice is think about these three things. So think about how you, your tone. So are, is your tone authoritative? Is it friendly? Is it, um, does it have questions in it? So the way you raise your voice can actually um, lead to other endings. So if you go up, it's often a question. If you come down, you're ending something. Mm. And um, having some power in your voice is all to do with breathing and getting your breathing technique spot on and raising your voice yes. ever so slightly, but not in a way that it's shouty. Okay. So there is a big difference. I teach breath work, mm. which is incredible. And I don't know if you do breath work, but it's honestly, it's changed my life. And this is what I do now still. I still help journalists right now to get ready for yes. on air. So now I help to mentor Amazing. them to really nail that first live broadcast on radio or television, whatever it could be. And now because social media has impacted on it, then a lot of journalists are using their phones and social media now. So even to do like live Facebook interviews, for example, it's how yes. to position yourself like that. Exactly. I used to do a lot of voice exercises i mean i'm a singer one of the things i do singing and i used to that was the main thing i was doing before i ever got into tv presenting or anything like um being on tv was all about singing and i actually want to be this actress so i had a lot of training in that sense and then i bought this (laughs) i don't know if you know the dummies series the dummies books so i bought singing for dummies (laughs) and i would train myself with the singing cd that they had it was i think it was exceptional apart from the fact that there's a lot of vibrato but the exercises Mm. are incredible just spot on and i had my little keyboard and my karaoke machine and i used to do this so much and i do think you're right it it did make an incredible difference in relation to my speaking voice and my singing voice. It made me realize I need to train my voice all the time, whether I'm using it or not. And that's what I want to say to all of you. Don't wait till you have an opportunity to speak somewhere or perform before you get yourself ready. Get ready. Be like live ready by working on your voice. Yeah, I can give you a three minute technique right now that you can implement every single day. It only takes three minutes and three minutes is nothing. So you can do this as you're washing up, you're making a cup of tea. Mm. This is so simple. And I, it takes 28 days to change and create a habit. So I always encourage my clients to do this little exercise and it really does help them, especially to increase their confidence because they become more confident of actually listening to the sound of their own voice and recognizing how they do sound. Loads of people... Mm often when they hear themselves back they'll say oh my god was that me i don't sound like that (laughs) so this is a way that you can actually implement it so i want you to close your eyes and take three deep long breaths okay should i do this now you can do yeah yeah okay 
So close your eyes. Okay. Inhale deeply for three and exhale out slowly. I feel so relaxed already. <laughs> then I want you to take three deep, quick in-breaths followed by quick out-breaths through the mouth. And then three more deep inhalations breaths repeated by the quick breaths afterwards. Okay. And then I want you to finish by holding your breath for 10 seconds and then okay. exhaling out. Oh, that was so good. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know if you can even hear me, but basically what that does, it actually helps to help with your oxygen levels in your body. Mm. Obviously it has the relaxing endorphins. It helps to ease anxiety, yes. any stresses that you've got but also it'll help to obtain your amount of air capacity in. So the way you get to train your breath, mm. and you will know this anyway, as your diaphragm expands, to hold that breath, you would go for 10 seconds, then move it up to 15, then 13. You should be able to do one minute if you practice this in 90 days, you get to one minute mm. holding your breath. So it's a really good way of just noticing your breath and just taking that time to really hone in on how you are breathing, listening to it. The quick breaths are really good to get in a good state quick state to get into switch into any possibilities. So for example, if I was doing a live broadcast, I would do that quick practice, but then I would, instead of doing three quick breaths, I do six. So I always okay. do, I always, I always do three ways and things in three ways. So that's my one, two, three, breathe easy method. And it's so, it's so powerful. I definitely think you should, whoever's listening out there, just try it. Cause once you try it, you will know how good it is. Yes, I definitely, I mean, I can even sound, I even hear my sound. I feel like it's improved and it might not necessarily be visible to everybody, but to me, I know because I can feel it in my, I can even feel it. Yeah. I can feel the difference. So yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you for that wonderful tip. And make sure you all try it out, especially if you are serious about improving your voice and your, um, just having that confidence as Katie has said, because this is what she teaches journalists and people out there that women entrepreneurs and it's helped them to have that confidence and have that vocal clarity 100% and these women are just like you they are where they are right now in their business they are struggling to get themselves seen and heard and position themselves mm. as a leader so it's all about how you show up online and sometimes people just don't have the confidence to do it these methods help you to increase your uh, confidence which then increases your visibility which then increases your attraction you know of, of people who want to actually come to you and and book you so my clients are like going from 0k to 17k in 10 weeks so there's so Amazing. much you can do and this is all about just increasing confidence and i yes. really do believe that how you show up and how you speak has a huge impact on your business Exactly, precisely. Honestly, amazing, amazing. Okay, so you're a mother as well. Tell us about like northeast as well. You live in the northeast of the UK, or is it mm -hmm. the northeast of England? Yeah, northeast of England. I live in a place called Sunderland. Yes. Tell us about this place. Were you born there? Like, what is it like? And um, and how has it impacted your career? Have you ever like tell us about your traveling experiences as well? Like, what do you love doing when you're not 
doing your work in relation to story media, your confidence and coaching, and also when, when you've been out traveling. I mean, I know I'm asking like 10 questions right now, but <laughs> whatever is, the, whatever, um, is the, the perfect answer for you to give, go for it. Okay, well, I am 100% born and bred in Sunderland. I, what we call a mm. Mackham, it's we're such a friendly bunch if people who've not been to the northeast of england we are renowned for our friendliness and oh i re, i'm so passionate about helping people especially in sunderland that's why i helped to found the campaign to generate seven million pounds for the local economy and that was when we that was the wow. beginning of the other recession you know times yes, yes. in the northeast you know there's not there's limited opportunities here and you know i've seen the the areas grow and develop and then obviously take a, a dive especially mm. in this time of need it's it's a booming place now like things are happening like we see construction's happening again but there was a time when it was quite quite a sad little city and you know I think with anywhere you go there will always be um you know two sides to every story like you'll always have yes. a wealthy side and a not it's not so wealthy side and the opportunities that come that way it's all about just getting yourself out there and doing whatever you really do do believe in it doesn't matter exactly what, what goal you have you can do it if you put your mind to it so it doesn't matter if you've got no qualifications you can reach your limited potential if you believe in yourself and that's really really key in terms of travel when i'm not doing my job i love spending time with my two boys they're three and five mm. years old and Aww. me and my husband, we um, love going to the Lake District. So we often have staycations in the UK and the Lake District for us means something. It's, it holds place in my heart. It's where I got married there. And I've created so many memories there with the boys that it really will always stay with me. And the countryside and getting out. I have two very active boys. So we always have to be out because yes. otherwise, if we're not out, then it isn't a nightmare. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It is being a mother and running a business is hard, and but it's all about balance. And especially when it comes to running with COVID, being at home and when it's still running a successful business, time blocking was 100% the best thing I could have done. And I used to just switch my days up from working during the day, then I would switch to working on a night time. So I had time with the boys, but also then I had time to switch on to business mum you know yes yes just so I did find it difficult to adapt at first but I think it was just I've learned so much from it and actually utilizing time blocking as a skill and if you haven't used it already I suggest blocking one or two hours out of the day and just making sure that you do all of the things that's on your list your priority list and don't use your phone during that time you know don't pick Mm. up your phone clear everything of all the distractions because you can achieve so much in one or two hours then if you're sitting there procrastinating which I am a queen of that so it just really makes you much more productive and actually get the stuff done that you want to get done such good advice um love those tips and also I love what you're saying about like just being by the Lake District and just you know making sure to get out of the house with your boys and just sharing some of your lovely memories in relation to what you and your husband how you got married and things like that and I think it's just so interesting because one of the things I love is when a woman has a social life too because we're, we're always going to have <laughs> opportunities to work in whether it's doing the even if it's things at home there will always be dishes to wash there will always be um tables to to just quickly give give a wipe Mm-hmm. Um, or whether it's you know we, we just because we're women we naturally just are caring and loving and we naturally just want to 
to help or to, to get to see things in, in order and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we are living in at the 21st century. There are so many opportunities to be out there, having a great career, traveling, doing all the things that we want to do. But even because of the fact that we have like COVID-19 right now with the whole quarantine situation and social distancing, sometimes people are finding that as, as much as it seems like a brilliant time to embrace going out and going for those long walks and being with the family, some people found that they've been more stuck than ever. And mm. it's actually created the opposite effect. So I love that you're sharing that you have had those, you do have regular moments of getting out, doing things, enjoying the community and so on and so forth, because that also is a reminder to women listening right now that, hey, if I want to have that, you know, a great career, like you said, just understanding that we do need to have a life downtime. Yeah, a life, yeah. exactly. A life. That is, that is the word, a life, you know, like that is yeah. the best phrase. You know, no matter how hard it has been, and I'm quite a direct person, I will always share my struggles with my audience and say, mm. I never sugarcoat things because I think that's when we can create that inner, like inner posture syndrome comes in and we compare ourselves to everybody, but just keeping it real and to know that even if you take 10 minutes a day to yourself, you've got that 10 minutes to do whatever you want. Uh, for me, I always do five minutes meditation and my breath work in the morning, the same at night. If I don't yes. do it, I really feel out of alignment because as women, we are naturally multitaskers. So I'm exactly. the business, feeding the kids, tidying up, doing all the general stuff, being a wife, everything else can take its toll. And if you don't take that time for you, then it's really important that you recognize, you know what, I haven't, my time, I haven't had 10 minutes today for myself. And if you haven't, just go and say it to your husband or your partner, whoever it is, and say, you know what, I just need 10 minutes. Definitely. I mean, it makes all the difference. I mean, even something as simple as just lighting a candle and just having that nice aroma in the room or whether it's just put a little mask on or you put your feet, soak your feet in water um, and just have a lovely scrub. There are just so many tiny ways, like you said, to just take that 10, those 10 minutes. And it, re it does help to reduce resentment, irritation, frustration, um, feeling just busy and, and so on and so forth. So I definitely do love what you're saying. So if you're taking 10 minutes, ladies, don't just like, don't focus too hard on work to the point that you are not also remembering to live your lives and enjoy your lives as well. Yeah, I'm just going to end on one thing is just remember why you started your business in the first place. What is your why? If you want to create freedom and you're currently still running around like a headless chicken mm -hmm. and doing all of these tasks, that is not, you are not in living in alignment with your why. So really look at it and revisit it. all the things that you want to think that you want to achieve and how you can do it and how you can create, you know, more income, but just working less hours. It is possible. I've done it. And I just wanted to end on that, that it, anything is possible. Exactly. Anything is possible. This is so, so wonderful. Thank you so much, Katie. You are so and welcome. Yeah, it's been so wonderful interviewing you and just hearing your story, also hearing the, the, the tips and the, and the intricate moments that have made you get to where you are today. And I would love to ask, like, what are you promoting right now? Where can everybody find you? And where are you hanging out on Instagram? Yeah, so on Instagram, I am <laughs> story underscore media. And I am currently on offering my five-week mastermind. It's called Stand Out and Accelerate Your Success. It's five weeks and we go through everything from self-doubt to overcoming your confidence to wowing your audience, storytelling secrets. I'll be showing you how to sell on IG stories as well. We, do, mm -hmm. we dive 
really deep into that and I'm really proud of it it's a new program that I've launched and there's trainings in there there's guest experts and it's, I've just made it really accessible for everybody to grab their hands in it so check out my links on Instagram or just send me a DM and just look at my Instagram there's so much free value and tips on there that um, I'm just I just love providing all of these juicy tips for you all amazing amazing and what about your website it's storymedia.uk perfect thank you so much thank you thank you thank you just you're welcome absolutely loved interviewing you it's been a and, pleasure um, oh thank you so much so you've all heard this interview what do you need to do right now please do go and follow katie check out her website go and check out all of the links that she has shared all the links will be in the show note and um, make sure you keep it locked on the festive success show we'll be back next week with another fabulous episode so take care everybody bye there you have it thank you for listening thank you for keeping it locked here and i want to say if you haven't left me a review on the show go ahead and do that right now by going to the apple podcast app type in the festive success show scroll down to the bottom and then leave me a review make sure you rate the show and leave your fabulous review and i will definitely love to read it out so be sure to do that asap and make sure you also connect with me on instagram at queen choma and if you're interested in working with me in any way shape or form in terms of pr and media coaching or publicist work be sure to visit my website www.queenchomamedia.com go to the contact page fill in the form there and we'll get back to you or you can also book in a strategy session on the website as well thank you so much for listening and i look forward to hanging out with you again on the next episode